0: hey friends and welcome to the happy hour with jamie ivy podcast i'm your host jamie and i'm so glad you're here each week on this show i invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life the little things in life and everything in between the number one reason people struggle to read the bible is that they are too busy But the number two reason is that the Bible can be challenging to understand. The goal of the Christian Standard Bible is to have an optimal blend of faithfulness to the original languages and readability for a modern audience, offering a more accurate and accessible Bible. That way, people can hopefully feel confident teaching from the Bible and reading from it in their own personal devotion time. Find out more at csbible.com. Guys, you are listening to episode number 179 with Candice Payne. I know you remember her from her YouTube video that went viral when she put on a Chewbacca mask in her car that she had bought for one of her kids. And when I say viral, I mean viral as in over 210 million views on YouTube, you guys. We had a lot of fun recording this episode. She's insanely kind, hilarious to talk to, and her love for Jesus flows out of her. We start off discussing movies like we are our own little movie review show, which I'm just thinking maybe we should start after this podcast, Candace. We play Ticket or Skip It. She gives us her take on Star Wars, and I try my hardest to give my thoughts on the movie to sound like I am actually someone who has seen Star Wars and is smart about them. But I'm certain I had no clue in what I was talking about. But guys, we move on to deeper stuff other than Star Wars, fame hit her very quickly when her video went viral. And we dive into how she handled that, what her dreams are for today, the way that God has showed up in her life these days. And what's next for her? You guys, my book released last week. It was so much fun releasing a book into the world. And I will remember January 30th, 2018 for the rest of my life. Thank you guys to all of you that bought the book. If you put pictures of it on your social media, and especially those of you that have reviewed the book on Amazon, those reviews mean a lot to an author. So if you got the book and you've already devoured it and you loved it, please go leave a review wherever you bought the book, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, et cetera. And if you're a Goodreads reader, go leave a review over there as well. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about and you want to know more about this book that I wrote, last week's episode, my husband interviews me and it tells you a lot about what the book is about. You can find out anything you need to know about the book at jamieivy.com. Guys, also don't forget about the mini series that we air every Friday. The interviews are about 20 minutes long and they're a great start to your weekend. Okay, friends, here is my conversation with Candace. Candace, welcome to the happy hour. Hey, welcome. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Why not just welcome you? Can you s- <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you welcomed me as well.
1: Well, there's a first for everything. Can you sing you. welcome? I'm going to make you sing on the oh show before it's gosh. over. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're worship let's, save leader. It then. let's save it then. Let's make it like a fun, spontaneous moment. Now I know. Okay, now, now I know the game.
0: Here's the game. The okay. game is, at some, this is going to be so much fun, I can already tell. The game is, at some point during the show, you have to sing your answer to me. Okay. You get to pick when. Okay. You just put that little nugget in your brain. Okay. and I'm down.
1: You're like, down? That's not even like a stretch for me. Do you that's want to give me a, a game? A reality. Okay. Um, oh, this is going to be so much fun. At some point, you have to emulate your favorite animal, and I have to be able to recognize what it is to guess it.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: I, well, you gave me a hard I mean, one. Like, look, listen. I get nervous. <laughs> like I didn't get nervous with okay. singing. Okay, but you We're sing good. for a living. Not anymore, really. You used to. I used to. Maybe a little bit. You still do, right? I do. Like last year, um, technically, I guess I had a top forty song on the pop charts on iTunes. <laughs> so that's hysterical. What was your top forty song on iTunes? What was my hit? It was a Michael Jackson cover. So when I did "Heal the World," yes, the day that it debuted on iTunes, it you was, did not. It, it charted twenty-seven. Did, did you they... screenshot that? I did. Thank I you. Did. Thank you. I screenshot it and print cried. that out and <laughs> hang it up in your closet. I, I know that I really like, I laugh about that moment. Cause I'm like, seriously, that's on the list of things that have happened in my life that I say that don't even sound normal.
0: Tell me another one.
1: Um, I embarrassed myself in front of Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> so when tell it to me. I was on his show. I was just telling my friend this on the way up here. Um, when I meet somebody that's pretty famous that I love, mm-hmm. I gear up for it. Like okay. in my mind, I tell myself, K-I-T, keep it together. Keep that's it together. Right. Come on. Keep it together. You got it, girl. I was not prepared for Harry Connick because we're talking like a love that goes back to when I was freckled, fat and singing along with the Harry <laughs> Connick um, When Harry Met Sally soundtrack, right? Oh, okay. And that show. The yes. beginning. Hello, And so... I didn't get to meet him before I get on set. Is that normal? I always wonder about that. Yeah, for that show, that was normal. (laughs) That's how we do it here, too, at the happy hour. (laughs) 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 We keep people out of arm's length. I'm just kidding. And then the mics go on, and (laughs) you're like, and then I walk out. Hey. You're like, I am elite. Let me come to the room and bless you. Um, It's so funny, though, because he comes up to hug me. The band's playing. I walk out on set. Lights are all blazing. The crowd's clapping me in. He hugs me, and I whisper in his ear the only thing I could think of. And it was, I'm not letting go until you do. No,
0: you did I not. straight up sounded like the biggest stalker in the so, entire world. Oh my gosh, I'm picturing it. He hugged you. Yes. And, and whisper- the stranger to him whispered <laughs> in his ear. Yes. He probably has a secret sign to security like crazy. Um, well,
1: he obviously pulled away very quickly and <laughs> distanced himself on the couch. And he was like, you crazy. He and made I'm sure like, he was going <laughs> to let go first. Oh yeah, he let go first. It was a first let go
0: fast. This is the best. <laughs> So how many Christian
1: people do you get that talk like this, like in their first three seconds? You know what? That's they hilarious. do with their hearts. They
0: want to. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. So Harry Here Connick go. Jr. I think that Harry Connick Jr. is a very handsome man. Oh yeah. Did you watch him on American Idol? I did. He's a goober. He's a goof. That's another thing I love about him. Funny. Now, do you know much about him? Like this show's not about him. We're gonna get to you in a minute. Kansas, okay. But it's does fine. he like love his wife and? Love his kids. And he's like a family man. Man, that's a tall order. From what I can I gather you hugged, with you the rest of that's
1: touched him. <laughs> I would say he really does. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did you watch the Golden
1: Globes? No, I did not. Okay. I was um, at a movie with my family. Were so. you seeing The Greatest Showman? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> for the fourth time. So uh, <clears throat> I haven't seen this
0: movie, but um, you say it's amazing.
1: It's beyond life for me right now. I'm kind of obsessed. And I don't obsess over... Movies, like you would think so because of the way that I like talked about Chewbacca and Star Wars. uh But this is like insane. It's
0: so wonderful. Uh, is it what I'm picturing is Moulin Rouge? Am I off? No, you're, you're near, you're near,
1: but I will say this. It leaves you feeling as though you're celebrating humanity Mm. and you don't feel guilty about it. We need that. Isn't that amazing to make you feel like, oh my goodness, I don't feel any moral, uh, like ambiguity about how i'm supposed to feel about these people you know right on they're
0: created a certain way hmm. and that they deserve dignity it's so good i can't wait to see it and every time so i good. see people post about it they literally are posting themselves singing <laughs> <laughs> like yes! they just want <laughs> yes and that i know i will be that way because i am tone deaf but i love to sing oh, and i'll just like go with come it
1: come on Come on, there's so many songs. It's so good.
0: Now, did you see Moulin Rouge? Yes, I did. Yes. You have a face. You didn't like it. Oh, I own it. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. no. So I went to see Moulin Rouge for the first time. I think I was early twenties. Like I, yeah, this is a while ago. Yeah, and and I sat at the movie theater and I was like, what did I just come to? I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't. Then the second time and the third time, I loved it. So I fell in love. But at first, I thought, what am I doing? I don't get this. Now, see, I fell
1: in love with Moulin Rouge at Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The little tango yeah. scene, mm-hmm. amazing, yeah. amazing. That's when I knew I'm all in. Well, I will tell you this: with the greatest showman, this was my instant reaction. The lights go down, the movie starts, and I said out loud to myself, oh, "I'm not ready." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I literally thought, "I'm not ready for what I'm what's about happening." To experience what's going on. Oh my gosh! Like it was just from the beginning. That okay. Good. Have yeah. you seen Itonya?
0: No, I really want to. Me too. This I has really turned into like to. a movie conversation, but there are a lot of movies I want to yes. see, and I just watched the Golden Globes. I want to see Downsizing too. I, I haven't would, heard I, good it's not things. Good. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. I didn't mean, <gasps> like it.
1: You didn't like it. I
0: liked the first hour, and then the oh. last hour I was like, what oh, are we doing? Where would we go? It just... Sad. I was expecting... I When my husband Aaron and I left... I said to him, I could have written the last hour better and I'm not a screenwriter by any means. Gotcha. But I saw where they were going and they were ah. going somewhere so brilliant where I thought they were going to downsize and then realize it's not all that we thought it was. Like there's more to life right? Than money and all these things and they just didn't go there. I didn't wow. like it. Wow. So I say skip it. Skip it. Seriously. Wow. I would skip it.
1: Skip it or ticket. That's what we're playing right now. Ooh. Skip it or ticket. What's the ticket? Greatest showman. Ticket. Oh. Ticket. <laughs> skip it is downsizing okay yeah get greatest show yeah we
0: just did our little okay own game, jumanji game show.
1: did you see that yes did you like it skip it or ticket because i haven't seen it yet
0: um i liked it oh. it made me laugh okay it's rated pg-13 and yeah. we didn't know that before we went and oh. i wouldn't have taken my 10 year old i already see it on the wall i see the writing so yeah. i wouldn't have taken story uh, gotcha. But something very inappropriate happened in the movie, okay. which if I wouldn't have had my kids with me, I would have giggled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, But then yes. I'm sitting next to my 10 year old daughter and I look at her and then I go, what do you think he meant? And she goes, I don't know. And So I was like, OK, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the yeah. clear. Now, my boys, they're boys. Yeah, they got it. It is what it is. Isn't that so funny? How suddenly something that's so funny cannot be funny.
1: It, when you're it your kid or, or your, your parents. parents.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're growing up and you're like, I don't think she's supposed to know that I no, know what that exactly. means. Exactly. <laughs> I saw this movie with my friends. It was awesome. Now I'm with my dad. I hate my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why you have brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you go do that fun stuff with totally. them. So
0: Jumanji, I give it a thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Ticket then. And so then I, I also the saw, and I don't know the name of it, something about the water. Oh, late. uh, shape mm-hmm. of water the shape of water i want to see that because mm-hmm. i love the director on that one. Oh, you do yeah i think he won at the
1: golden <gasps> goats what's his even. name gus and then, Grothal, then yeah. yeah yeah yep, yep. i'm <laughs>
0: really smart i know <laughs> me too well we saw it <laughs> thank god we're not doing a and movie was, podcast. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's the name of that director i don't
1: know we're well. gonna
0: leave this up to the podcast jamie and Knox do this really well um but i <laughs> left there going but it's gonna win all kinds of awards that's so great it's gonna win awards for like it's beautifully done yeah. cinematography all those kind of things Ooh, i love that the story it didn't it was like this beauty and the beast kind of story okay it just didn't i didn't it didn't make me i didn't love their relationship you know yeah um yeah so just check out the, it's rated r so okay, just check gotcha. it out
1: okay
0: i'll check it out well, we're almost done with movies because this has been really fun what else have you seen this year
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Or in um, the past, you see ho- movies of the holidays. I had to see the
1: Star Wars. Yes, I Hello, did too. The Last Jedi. I've seen that three times. So, I've seen. Do you have a movie pass? Um, I do. Okay, have I was going to say, have pass. you heard of these? Come on, yeah. movie pass is life yeah. right now. Uh huh. Not sponsored by them, but no. I would be. Holy <laughs> yes. mackerel. I believe in that later, product. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I use it to the full. Listen, when you travel around and like, if you're by yourself, like I always just find it's way easier to not be in a hotel room and go see a movie mm-hmm. or do something, especially because yep. I might not have kids or husband with me on that trip. And, like, good. Uh, when? Hello. I've been to a movie, movie by night. myself a handful of times in life and I really like it. It's kind of freeing. It's I liberating. It. Yep. So the other night I actually went by myself. My kids were asleep in bed and my husband wanted <laughs> to watch a game that I was not interested so in. So you went to the movie? I went to the movie by myself and I saw Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it. It's so fun. You know, S- skip I mean, it ticket. Uh, I would say still ticket, but don't spend the extra for IMAX or 3D. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Star Wars, did you like? Because I've heard. Oh, Loved. Okay. Loved. Loved. I'll let you know, just so you know where I'm coming from here. Yeah. It's the only Star Wars movie I've seen from beginning to end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, okay. I'm a mom of three boys, and yeah. they have seen them all. They live them. We have done yeah. everything. We have done lightsabers, all kinds of things. Yes. And I just never watched them with them. And so, well, I take that back because before, I knew my husband got us tickets opening day. Okay. And he, he allowed me and my daughter to go with him and all the guys. Oh, so yeah, we were yeah, thankful yeah. that we got invited to the party. Well, you know, mm, it's a boy thing. Know. Uh-huh. So, but the week before, we watched the two before it. So I now have seen three movies. Oh, so you saw Rogue One and The Force Awakens? Maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay. I fell asleep in one of them.
1: Oh, oh, my Lanta. Oh, man. They're not my thing. Yeah, And okay. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, you need to, it's kind of like you get into the theories yeah. of it. Yeah. It's, it's one of those that. If you're talking Star Wars with people after you've seen it that appreciate it or they think, hey, maybe this meant this, then you're like, okay, okay. I'm here. Now I see the appeal. Yep. Um, That started for me. Like, I didn't see Star Wars until my honeymoon. My husband... We brought movies to a log cabin that we were like, oh. out of all things that we're going to do to start our marriage off right, mm-hmm. we're going to have sex and uh-huh. we're going to watch some exactly movies. Oh, yeah. Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to watch movies that we feel like the we, other should know. We couldn't be in this marriage much longer unless you watch this. Brilliant idea to so, all you
0: uh, engaged people yes, out there. Yes. Do come it. To the, come to the cabin in both ready. Respects, yeah, Do it. Uh-huh. So um,
1: we watched... Uh, he made me watch The Godfathers, one I've through three. I've never seen them either. I had never, and I was so resistant. And then I watched it and I'm like, it's so amazing. <laughs> and then Star Wars, we sat through uh-huh. those. And, you know, I'm like, can we watch Runaway Bride and Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> and like, did he watch? What did he he you did, bring to the table? He did. Yeah. And then, but I'm also a weird girl. So I also brought all of like the Lord of the Rings Okay, and The Hobbit had just come out mm-hmm. that year. So we saw it in the theater yeah. on our honeymoon. Yeah. And, yeah. We're movie people. I I see that about you, and I
0: appreciate that. Yeah, Anna and I used to go to movies a lot. In movie quotes, like fluently, I love that. Like, and are your kids movie people? Oh yeah, you're making them. I mean, how can they not be? But
1: here's the weird thing: is they can't catch up on the movies that we were raised with because PG-13 came out at a really weird year. You think so? PG is still really PG-13 for a lot of our old movies. Yes, you know, I mean, there's a whole. Like, have you ever tried to show them big? Oh my gosh. Big. We tried, no, and then no, I'm no. like, oh, no, I know no, about no, that no. one. No. Yeah. No, we tried Goonies, okay, and we've they done break Goonies. off the wiener of the statue within the first five, <laughs> five minutes. And I'm like, well, there's no <laughs> wiener. Yeah. So I'm sorry yeah. about that. We've done Goonies. Um... Good Lord, parenting yep. fail. Yep. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just all the things. And so we let them watch, you know, the movies that are appropriate. But now they're quoting these stupid movies. <laughs> like they love Grumpy Cat's
0: Worst Christmas, a lifetime no. TV no. movie. And
1: they quote it no. all
0: the time. And you're like, children, let me let me introduce you to some real movies. It's
1: gotten kind of funny, though, because now it's to the absurd level where we've passed two <laughs> Christmases and I'm
0: like, OK, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious i know i know okay so i did see the star wars and i will tell you i liked it oh and the cool goodness. thing about it as I well is it. remember when i i don't know their names the oh. girl starts with an r okay ray ray we're good remember when ray goes up to the very famous star wars person luke luke skywalker yep. <laughs> okay we're good i love this <laughs> this is our game this, this is, is, a fun is game. our game this is a fun game when ray May, star yes. wars review <laughs> when ray goes up to luke skywalker and she brings his um lightsaber back to him yeah that actually, I have been where that was filmed. Okay, so Aaron and I went to Ireland this summer. Oh, and we climbed all those steps. All the, step, all the steps she climbed, I did that this summer. And so oh Aaron knew about it. I had obviously never seen these. And he explained it to me. And we like took a picture right there. So oh, that's, oh, that's what oh I do goodness. have to bring to the table to you today. See,
1: you were going to say that. I thought you were going to talk about what he did with the lightsaber. And then I was going to tell you my theory. Tell
0: me. Okay, so... Is this going to have a spoiler? It might. Okay, just Spoilers. okay. Spoiler Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to start a new podcast. This is going to be just movie
1: reviews by this. Jamie and
0: Candace. Okay, go love ahead. this.
1: So here's here's what I really think it is. In a flashback that we saw of Luke with a young Ben Solo, which is a.k.a. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. I learned about he him. He okay. grabbed a blue lightsaber. Kylo Ren. Okay. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. He, Luke had a green one. Mm-hmm. He had a blue one that he was fighting okay. Luke with. Uh-huh. When he turned evil? When he turned evil. Uh-huh. What if that's not Luke's original lightsaber? What if it was the one that Kylo, Kylo Ren Wren was had. using? And it's was it blue? the one. It was blue. Oh. And what if it's the one that's been drawing itself <gasps> to Ray Because there's a connection about them that we don't mm. know about. Because that was weird how they kept being able to yes they were able to bridge in the Uh force and connect Uh i'm telling you there's something there
0: my favorite part about the movie was just and i could be off here okay hear this with a grain of salt that this is the first one i've seen like (laughs) really was how it portrayed luke skywalker giving up his life to save the rest of the people because he died right i don't know
1: if he died because listen he said nobody's ever really gone. And Yoda, in, in one of the former episodes that you haven't seen, that's how Yoda died. Yoda Yeah, my disappeared. kids told me that, yes. So it may not Did be he die as or disappear? he died, but he may have expended all of his energy. It doesn't make sense. So you it's, don't think Luke is dead? I don't think that he'll be absent from future films. Okay.
0: This is so interesting. Yes. Whether he's dead or not, I, I love the way... That he gave up himself, yes, to save the rest of the people.
1: You know what I Dude, will say this. right there. Sacrifice is becoming an element in the Star Wars universe that it has not been before Rogue One. So, um, it, most of the films, if you go back and watch them, are about the struggle between good and evil. Am I going to p- pick light or dark? And um, is the light within me? Is the dark within me? Will I choose good or bad? That's kind of been the whole story until Rogue One, this fracture happened, and we see this new character. And Jen is supposed to be this big, huge heroine. But the real Which hero, one's Jen? she was the Jen Ursa. She was the one that was a young child, and her dad yes, was. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, so I got that's it. one of uh-huh. those films. You must have stayed awake for I that saw one. That's all that it was at okay. the beginning. <clears throat> So I really believe that that's the first time Star Wars has introduced an idea of sacrifice. And I see them starting to replay it in the new stuff that they're developing, which I love because spoiler alert, the end of Rogue One, everybody dies. Yeah. Like everybody, like they're all gone on an island. So um, yeah, I think, I think this element of sacrifice and being worthy of the force is probably something we haven't seen that's going to become
0: a little bit more elevated. Okay. I love it. Well, I'm going to end this Star Wars conversation while I'm ahead, because as far as I can go, because
1: I got nothing
0: else. (laughs) You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly Warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30 minute class, I can choose a 45 minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types, but for every goal and every mood, there are classes. If you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh rock, if you want to go back to the eighties, if you can't run, take a walking class, need some grounding, try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. All right, guys, I know that you're loving this conversation with Candice. But first, I want to take a few minutes to thank our sponsors who make this show possible. First, GoGo Squeeze. GoGo Squeeze believes every kid should get the energy they need to explore, play, and just be kids to fuel those adventures with a great snack that is just as tasty as it is good for them. GoGo Squeeze is that snack. GoGo Squeeze is made from 100% all-natural fruit with no artificial anything. You guys, that makes this mama very happy over here. Nothing but orchard-fresh apples and other wholesome fruit, all in a squeezable pouch that's ready to go wherever they go. I'm talking baseball bags, backpacks, lunch boxes in the glove box of the car so you always have a snack available. And you know what? Any kid's going to tell you that Go-Go Squeeze is delicious. They've got over 25 amazing flavors. The great taste of apples blended with strawberry, banana, and cinnamon, and so much more. Or check out their fruit and veggie blends with veggies such as butternut squash. You guys, there's also a yogurt blend in a pantry-friendly pouch. These things are truly amazing, and my kids love them. So pack the lunchbox with something delicious for the kids that you can feel great about too. Go-go squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches. Find them in the applesauce aisle today. You guys, I also want to thank 3rd Love for sponsoring the happy hour. Here's what we know. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bra sizes in double A through G, and that is 3rd Love. 3rd Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit and feel great. I agree, guys. I have bras from 3rd Love now, and I adore them. While most old school bra brands only carry 15 sizes, 3rd Love offers 60 sizes, you guys, including half cups, which no one else does third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they are offering my listeners that's you 15 percent off your first order you guys to find the bra you've been waiting for all you have to do is answer a few simple questions from third love's fit finder quiz it takes about 60 seconds you can do it all from your house never have another awkward fitting room experience again and we all know what those feel like try third love bra it is so comfortable you might forget you're wearing it and that is a good bra guys you know that and if you don't agree, returns and exchanges are easy and free. Here's what you need to do. We're going to make the change. We're going to change the way you think about bras. Go to thirdlove.com Jamie right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com Jamie. Thirdlove.com slash Jamie. All right, guys. Here is the rest of my conversation with Candace. You made a video. Uh-huh. If anyone's been living under a rock then we'll link to it and they can see it. But I think everybody saw it because like how many million people have seen it?
1: Um, collectively, within the span of it being put on YouTube in different areas, it's probably over about 210 million right now. I'm
0: sorry. Did you say 210 million? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I yeah. literally thought you were going to say seven.
1: Oh no, no. Yeah. Um, the day that I went to bed... Posting the video, it had a million views before I laid my head on the pillow that night. And that was five hours. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know a million people who are these, people? Are these people. And how do I hide? Yeah. It's like Doc Brown and Back to the Future. They found me. Yeah. I don't know how, but they found me. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I've got to hide. Um, and before the weekend was over, there was over seventy-eight million views within three days.
0: Okay, so you're just a quote unquote regular person doing your thing. Had you ever posted a video before? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that this one, everyone just found. Yeah. They just shared it. They just were sharing it like
1: crazy and laughing with me. And yeah, but- I now know the privacy settings on Facebook <laughs> a lot better, <laughs> Like a lot better. <laughs> I think if it's
0: public, you didn't realize that something like this can happen, but it can. That's true. So, yeah. Cause I mean, you're just like showing your friends. Oh, and yeah. then next thing you know, this. Yeah. So tell me, that seems kind of crazy to like the regular person listening, that they would put something out for their friends and then millions upon millions and millions of people would see it. Yes. How, how did that, in a real honest way, how did you feel about that? Did you feel like, I enjoy this? This scares the crap out of me. What just happened? Did you feel, quote unquote, fame?
1: Okay. So the first three things that you said, did do I enjoy this? Yes. Did that just happen to me? Yes. Am I did it scare the crap out of me? Yes. All of those emotions. Um, When I woke up on Friday morning, I posted on a Thursday. I woke up with 24 million views. It had broke the record of the longest standing um, Facebook live video, which was 10 million views from a BuzzFeed video that they posted. And I had no less than 12 or 13 voicemails from CNN, BBC, Stop NPR, it. Good Morning America, my local How did they get your channel. phone number? Thank FYI. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh Thank you. <laughs> you are not hidden.
0: That's all I got to say. Nothing is secret. No, uh, no, no, nothing. You wake up and you have voicemail. This is CNN. We'd like to talk to you about your video. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're reaching out from so-and-so, so-so. And we we saw your video and we would like to contact you for an interview. What did, what was the breakfast um, conversation like that morning? Oh, oh, <laughs> well, that's a whole different conversation because my husband had not seen the video. So the day I posted. it, I look at my guy and I'm like, so babe, did you check Facebook? And he's like, yeah, what's going on? I said, did you see that video I posted? He pulls it up in front of me next to me on the couch. This is that morning. No, this is the night of. Oh, okay. Okay. And by this time it's tracking to almost hit a million views. And I said, babe, do you see that? And he's not looking at the view count. He looks at how long the video is and he goes... I love you to watch this this. is four minutes long, but this is the same crap you send me to work all the time. I'll watch it tomorrow. (laughs) Something in. okay. so he didn't watch it. He didn't watch it the next morning. I'm checking voicemails. I'm checking everything. And he's getting ready with the kids to go to work and take them to school. And I say, I need a few minutes in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And by that time that I've kind of answered a couple of phones, uh, phone messages, he's leaving. And I say, "Um, I'll talk with you when you get back home from work. I didn't even say the craziness that was happening. Because I'm like, how do I even address this? Where do I start? And so he gets to work. He walks in and hears my laughter on some computers over there.
0: Watching it. This is a
1: movie. And he goes, What did my wife do? Because he now he thinks that I'm mad that he didn't watch my video. So I send it co- to his coworkers. Right. right, And they're like, this is your wife. Because I'm in a mask half the video, right? <laughs> right. And so he goes, oh my gosh. So I get a call like literally 20 minutes after he gets to work saying, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, uh, well, this is what I've been trying to tell I'm you. I'm on the phone with CNN right now. And so let me call you back. Um, he was like, just do I need to take off work? And I said, no, you're fine. Finish off the day. If I need you, I'm going to call you. And I was like, he was like, okay, okay. I don't know what's happening. I was like, me either. Um, but about lunchtime I realized I had not stopped. Like I'd just been
0: answering phone calls, managing chaos. But can I ask you this though? Because this is what everyone's wondering right now. This is the first time you talk to someone from CNN in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you say to them? Sure. Yes. Did you think, do I need to, do I need to get some opinions here? I mean, were you handling this on your own? I was handling this on my own until about lunch.
1: um, And then I realized I need to eat. Turned everything off that had a ringtone or a notification or a buzz. And I went to the kitchen and uh, didn't really find anything to eat. But (laughs) I found myself on the floor, crisscross applesauce with a moon pie. And <laughs> every girl's dream. Yep. I thought, um, I just need to pray. I, I need to pray. I don't know what's happening. That was the first time I think I realized this is this, yeah, this is huge. Um, and so I started praying and I had like in my mind, this is gonna be the best prayer I've ever said in my life because this feels awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like, this feels like a right. holy moment yeah. here. And instead, I promise you, I wept. I get teary eyed every time. I'm listen. I've told this a million times, and I still think about it in the freshness of that moment. But I literally wept for 45 minutes, and the only thing I could say was "thank you." It's like I realized God hadn't forgotten me, and um, I knew I knew in that moment, in the in the midst of just saying thank you over and over again, there was an underwritten conversation of. I know this is you and I know this is my destiny. I don't know how, but I know it. Like I feel it. Um, turned everything back on. Uh, by that time I had, you know, extra extra phone calls and emails and texts. And I actually started getting some help at that point. Um, a friend of a friend said, I know somebody that's in PR. They can help call these people for you. I'm like, thank you. Um, and then ended up, you know, having help there. And before I knew it, um, by the time I picked up my kids from school and got home and was wanting to do dinner, Coles was on my doorsteps with Christmas, three three years of Christmas that I hadn't been able to give my kids. Um, I I literally didn't take a single thing for granted that day. Hmm. And I remember my husband got home from work and um, I'd put the kids to bed already. and And I just asked him one thing. I said, I need you to tell me is this about to be a fun weekend or is there something more to this? And he said, I've been praying ever since I got off the phone with you this morning. He said, I cannot deny with anything in me that this isn't God. This is completely him. He said, so we will keep on walking through every open door. Mm. He said, and I'm with you. He said, I am behind you. I'm with you. Let's go. That was important for you to hear. Massive. Yeah. It it was the game changer for everything. Mm. You know, a lot of people, not knowing who I am, (laughs) I could see that a four minute video of a lady laughing in her car, right. That's getting a whole bunch of opportunities. They, they would think, oh my gosh, what has she done? And who is she? And Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, who am I? Mm -hmm. Um, but there's something much greater that I understand for my story in my life. I was waiting for lack of better analogy, listen. Christian people can catch analogies. We mm-hmm. get them every Sunday. We got it. Um, I was waiting with my sails ready. I was waiting, and the moment that the wind came, I have had those sails up going. Mm. And so there's not been a bone in me that's like, I've got to write a book and take advantage of all this, and I've got to make money now, and I've got. I have just been letting the wind take me and following it, mm. and I'm not letting down the sails until I'm told. And so, um, it's been quite an adventure, but yeah, I mean, that was a long answer for what did you feel? Yeah. But, but it was huge. I felt it all. When you go back to
0: that prayer, like I was feeling a little bit emotional with you as well, because (laughs) I have never been in that situation by any means, but I had been in situations where all of a sudden everything feels so overwhelming and you feel like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where this came from. Yeah. All those kind of things. You said, you just kept saying, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Why? why were you thankful for it this is where
1: um you've got people that will like to try to dissect what i'm about to say next if they don't have faith okay but the reality is just that week just that very week god had told me in a personal prayer time that i was going to be at a crossroads within 2 years of my life where my husband and i were going to be switching roles He was going to be a stay-at-home parent and I was going to be the one providing for our family and using my gifts and talents. And that was from a personal moment in my prayer life. Mm -hmm. That was something that came from a much deeper place where I was alone with God. Mm -hmm. And so the moment that I get to be alone with him again, just a few days later, I knew that was the beginning of my two-year journey to that answer. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I was saying, thank you. Thank you for coming through on what you told me just a few days ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's massive. Yeah. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said Kohl's showed up. Yeah. And you hadn't been able to buy your kids gifts. Yeah. It, you, okay. So just six months prior, eight months prior to that, I was in line for a charity event to get my kids school supplies because we couldn't afford them. Christmas for us was going to the five below and the dollar tree and making something wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, and here I have more toys than we've ever had in our home on my doorstep. Yeah. My kids flipped the mess out along with me. Yeah. 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 It, it was a moment where I knew God saw my faithfulness in the small things and said, I know you've been faithful with level. I'm giving you much now. Mm. And I don't I don't really think it always has to do with things and stuff, but that was a very near and dear way that God spoke directly to me. And it just so happened to be through stuff.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah. So your life has changed a lot into yours. Oh yeah. What hasn't changed though? (laughs) Me. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. 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 And and yet me. I I mean, this is the first time I've met you. Um, And so I only know you on the other side of it. Right, right, right. Are you the same?
1: I would say um, the people that know me know that I am the same Mm -hmm. and that I've changed things about me as well. But I'm not scared of that because I think everybody needs to be changing all the time. I think that's normal growth. I Mm -hmm. think- there are areas that you need to be able to say, "I'm not the same I was yeah. five years ago, ten right. years ago."
0: Yeah, for sure. Please, so, yeah, yeah, let us be yeah, changing. Lord, yeah.
1: help me. Yeah, help yeah. me. Um, so yes, I have changed in those respects. Listen, I'm wearing lipstick today. That's a glorious big change. You all didn't right?
0: normally wear lipstick. Well, but, I'm glad you guys are seeing my at me at my best today. You are, since I just got over <laughs> cute dimples and sickness all. and everything. <laughs> um, but you know, I think you know a lot of your message. You had a book yeah. that came out in November called Laugh It Up, which I need to tell you that the um, the cover I love, <gasps> I adore it.
1: My friend Michelle Mitchell is one of the best photographers I've ever met, and she's kind of under the radar, but she is phenomenal phenomenal. I mean, I I loved it. Here's the deal.
0: You probably get this. And I say this all the time on the show. I get a lot of books and some of them I stop and I stopped at this book. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the cover. The tagline is embrace freedom and experience defiant joy. Mm -hmm. Come on. What do you mean by that? Well, um, I
1: think freedom is there. I think a lot of people don't grab onto it. I think we just expect joy or freedom to happen to us because we think that they're just ethereal concepts that have to just come upon us like uh, voodoo or yeah, something crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Christians buy into that. you know what I mean? We're like, Oh, one day, yeah, one day it'll uh-huh. just happen. Right. When, uh-huh. when yeah. there is, there's a thing in scripture where um, Romans 12 is very, very specific where it says, do not be conformed any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed in your mind mm-hmm. and in the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't change the way that you think about things, You can't grab onto freedom. You can't experience joy because you're thinking exactly like everybody else around you. Yeah. And so because of that, now I don't write that and laugh it up. That's more of like my Bible study stuff. But Uh um, that's the heart behind it is to say you have everything in you already to make that choice, to experience joy daily, to experience freedom daily. It's it's already
0: there. It's a tool that you can use. Um, It's just most people don't even think that it's, For them, Yeah. Yeah. And I think some people it's, I think it's, I love hearing it come from you because you just expressed like you had this life-changing viral sensation that you got to whisper in Harry Connick Jr.'s ear over, (laughs) you know, and you also were struggling before then, you know, which is like life struggles. Yeah. Um, But that joy, I would guess. And I hope, and I imagine it was still there in the midst of the struggles. Yes. So that's what you're saying. No matter, because, because some people be like, oh, of course she can write about freedom and joy. Like she had a big YouTube video (laughs) and now she wrote a book. You know what I mean? Yes. But your message is like, no, it's here for all of us.
1: No, the, the chapter number one, the title in my book is called um, finding the happy and homeless. Mm -hmm. Like I start at this idea of when was the first encounter I had with joy? And I try to personify joy in the book because a lot of things are hard to grasp when they're concepts. You know, think about how Solomon did it. He said, wisdom cries aloud in the street. She does da-da-da-da-da. Well, when I looked up like the actual, well, it, I'm not a Bible scholar, but come on, this is like a big deal for me. Uh-huh. I looked up the root <laughs> word for I the like first that. time. I automatically
0: think you're a Bible scholar when you say that. So there you go. Thank you. Yes, I'll thank give you. it to you.
1: Um, but I, I looked up the root of the first time that we see joy in scripture and it's feminine. And so I thought, well, I'm going to personify the mess out of joy. Right. And I remember the first time if I was going to say that I met her, it was when I was homeless, living in a van with my family and a dog. And it was when I knew I shouldn't be happy right now, but I am. Mm. I shouldn't be excited to be here, but this feels like adventure and risk and fun. And I don't think that people understand it's possible To still have risk, adventure, fun, joy in the midst of life's most
0: challenging obstacles. Mm. You know, I think that's amazing. And there are surely people who are listening who Mm. are going through hell.
1: Yes. And I'm not trite when I speak to
0: them either. I don't think that you are. Absolutely. And I think that that is where they're listening and they're Mm. going, okay, if she can say this Mm. in the midst of living in a van... I can surely cling to these same truths in the cancer ward at the funeral home and the disaster of a fire and all of these things.
1: You know, when I was writing this book, there was not a page that I didn't write without thinking of the Mm. worst circumstance that I possibly Mm. could. I was thinking of the person that is a caretaker that never gets to leave their home. That's a foster parent that has to have respite care that can't even go on a date with their spouse. I was thinking of the person that says, I have no out because I have no financial means to. And I was trying to write as though joy were a best friend to them Mm. and not look somebody in the eye and say, I'm sorry, joy is a white privileged person and you got to have her at your table because you have enough resource to praise God. It is not, it is not. It's for everybody. As a matter of fact, it almost is more enjoyed by those that have the very least. Hello.
0: It's in the sermon on the Mount. Let's just,
1: you know, Oh, well, let's talk about the sermon on the (laughs) Mount. Okay. You know, Dan- Dirty Dancing. Another movie reference. I'm sorry. Another movie where I I'm know, like, I, I can't know, believe my I parents know, let I know. me watch that. I know, but I love it. I know. Um, the point where he says nobody puts baby in a corner. Come uh, uh, on. Yeah. I think Christians put happy in a corner. Mm-hmm. I think we're like trying to say, well, you really mean joy, right? Well, if you look at the Beatitudes, the root word for blessed is actually happy is mm. the one who is poor in spirit. Happy is. And you, you've you got to realize God wants our happiness and he wants our joy. Happiness is so great but it's like gratification. It's it's so temporary mm-hmm. as well. It mm-hmm. comes and goes and it moves in and out. It's like a rush and then it it disappears. And joy is that long sustaining
0: happiness. It's the thing that goes, "Oh, I'm happy even when I shouldn't feel mm-hmm. it." And I think that we we find the joy when we have it accessible all the time mm. through God and when we find it in the midst, when it doesn't seem like likely, like, yeah, why yeah. would you be joyful in this situation? I think that's when we can look and be like, well, it's because my joy doesn't de- depend yeah. on my circumstance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that sounds all good and hokey pokey. Awesome. When your circumstances are good, but when you can look when someone's listening or you and I have both been in situations yeah. when it's the worst, yeah, it's like, you just got the worst news and you feel like I can still be joyful you know, it is from God. It is the Holy Spirit. It yeah. is not dependent on a doctor's words, insurance plan, anything. You know, we yeah. can say this is from God. Yeah, and I have this. He's given this to me. Yeah, we have access to it.
1: Are you kidding me? I just spent some time with Convoy of Hope in Tanzania this past year, and some of the most joyful people I have have nothing. Yep, have nothing. You see it
0: everywhere you visit third world countries,
1: and you're and you're sitting there going, huh. Oh, they and, know. And yet I got pissed off about my microwave not working. Right. Within 30 minutes. Right. You know, I know.
0: I know. Yeah. They know. They really do know. Yeah. Um, So how long ago, tell me when the video was, what year? It was 2016. Okay. So it's it was just in been... the fall, right? 2016? Uh, it was May. Oh, just kidding. May, 2016. Yeah, it's been about 19, 20 okay. months. All right. Chewbacca. Yeah. Hilarious. It's so fun. So tell me, how is this? with your kids changed anything <laughs> their mom oh. has been viewed by people on youtube more than anyone i don't know um in the beginning if they grasp yeah they're young right the scope they were
1: at the time six and seven okay yeah so i have a seven and a nearly nine year old i mean like they're going to be nine and eight this uh-huh. year but um yeah, they, they really were just kind of like, why are people wanting to take selfies with mom when we go out to eat? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, why are their cameras following us at different places? I mean, we went to Disney World um, on Disney's dime. They had us come and do a blog commercial and that was a whole other God conversation. Um, so to think, oh, she got a trip to Disney World. Why didn't I? I had a viral video. Listen, I'd prayed for if you're real and if you want me to be an extravagant giver, then why am I a stay-at-home mom that can't afford Disney World? My kids are about to lose their wonder. And within three weeks, I had the Disney Parks director calling me to come down and dream up my mm, dream vacation. Yeah, So yeah, so it was a God thing. And, and I mean, they saw fun experiences. They saw fun around it, this thing that was happening. And I would say the normal struggle of any mom that goes from being a stay-at-home mom to a stay-at-home working mom was real Uh, like real it was like oh yeah but you got to do your own dishes Uh, okay baby Uh (laughs) fold your own laundry you forgot your school lunch sorry Uh uh-huh yeah uh uh uh-huh i will load that uh, little account for you but that's about it yeah um no it it also really um it grew us up in this kind of accelerated season as well Listen, my husband and I, we didn't have time to have long, drawn out fights or grudges. We had to get through it fast. Mm-hmm. Listen, I ain't got time for this mess. Yeah. We got to be together. And and I'm telling you, we wish that we'd learned some of the skills we've learned over the past 19 months in the first two years of our marriage, because now things aren't aren't so easily offended. You know, we just find ourselves going, I don't have time or mm-hmm. space to be offended by yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I know your heart is for me and I know that we disagree on this. So how can we get together on yeah. it? Yep. It has changed our entire marriage, whereas some people are like, I'm just praying for you to stay healthy mm-hmm. in your marriage and, yeah. and you not to be all Hollywood, uh-huh. you know? And I'm like, keep praying. It's working. Uh-huh, we're good. And, but at the second, you know, I want to reassure everybody. Oh my gosh, it's good. Yeah. Like it's, it's probably developed within us that little boost of you know, what zinc when you're sick, yep. you know, yep. like, here you go. Get, get well. You got it. Yeah. So it's been good. It's okay. been good. And the kids, um, I tell you what, for this first season that we've walked through with the with the winds up and the sails up, mm-hmm. they were ready. But I don't know if they're gonna be ready for what may come next. What may come next? I don't know. I feel something is that a song? What may come? um what may Back to Moulin Rouge? <laughs> yeah. That no, is. There's your answer. I yeah. an answer. <laughs> um
0: so seriously, what is next? Uh
1: what is next right now is um a lot of possibility. And I'll just anything put it you can that tell way. Us?
0: I love having, I, I, I literally live, <laughs> I live for exclusive. What am I like E news person? Oh no. my gosh. Is there anything you can tell us? Is there anything I can tell you what my
1: hopes are? Okay. I love that. My hopes, um, at the beginning of 2017, the reason I wrote a book was from a much deeper place. I felt like god told me i needed to reveal who i was behind the mask Mm -hmm. and i felt like a book was such an incredible opportunity to do that Mm. i feel like it is easy to write something that will have longevity where people can go to a shelf pull it down and get to know you and feel like they're in a coffee shop with you Mm um and to know that there's more than one dimension that you saw on facebook right you know um i think we forget that (laughs) i'm like people use your brains there's more than one dimension than what you're seeing. Um, but then also I felt, you know, about a year ago, God was saying in 2018, I will give you, uh, just freedom to be able to use your talents. And so I don't know what that's going to look like this year, but I feel it. I feel something there. So, um, well, I'm
0: excited for you.
1: Um, you're worshiping at your church. Um, yeah, and I mean, I've been singing and playing guitar and writing music since I was fourteen. And you've already had a top forty. <laughs> I married a drummer. <laughs> you marry the drummer because the the drummers are the hot ones. There you go. Oh. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I also know too that um, I you know I I was a musical theater major in college,
0: all the things. You know what I mean? Like, like this, I'm wondering where this dream is going. I don't know. I don't know. The sky's the limit this year. Okay. So, Candace, at the end of every show, I ask three things you're loving. Okay. And what you're reading. Three things I'm loving. <sighs> I'm
1: loving my pugs. I got a new pug added to our family and all of this chaos, like literally just a few weeks before my book released, <laughs> like before book launch, I'm adding another family member. How many house. pugs do you
0: have? I have two. Okay.
1: So, but but one takes care of the other now. Like they are such buddies; they lick each other's faces all day, and other parts too.
0: I know what dogs do. Actually, they don't. Oh, they don't. They're just face lickers. Face lickers. Face lickers
1: (laughs) of everything and everyone Uh in the house. Yeah.
0: Um. So I'm loving my pugs. Um. Okay. In this moment, right now, I wanted to know I was going to try to be a puppy dog because that's my favorite (laughs) dog. But I can't do it. I I literally. I literally. (laughs) I'm sweating. I'm like, how do I be a dog? How do I be a dog? And I can't. I was going like, to be like. Oh, there it is. You got it. You got it. Qualified. Qualified. Okay. That was good. All right. Two
1: pugs. I don't think I would have guessed a dog with that. Though. Whatever. No. Uh, no. <laughs> um, Two more things that I'm loving right now. I'm loving um, breakfast tacos. Mm. They're just like a lifesaver.
0: Okay. Where do you live exactly? Dallas. Are you in Dallas? That's what I Well, Grand Prairie. Okay, Grand Prairie. So, yeah. So, Austin is like the master breakfast taco place. Come on. I hate to tell you.
1: No, no, I'm not hurt by that.
0: So, when you guys leave, you should uh-huh. just stop somewhere and get a lot of them serve them all day okay. and get breakfast tacos. Um, I love them. And so, I, I'm a fan of breakfast tacos too. I love
1: breakfast tacos. Where do you get them? I make them at home. Oh, look at you. I make them at home. Good for you. Just get some white Easy corn and healthy. tortillas yep. some egg whites uh-huh oh are you an egg white person i'm an egg white person okay i'm egg white person and avocado and pico that's your breakfast taco uh-huh. that sounds amazing and lots of cheese yeah and then some jalapeno ranch if i'm feeling spicy mm. come on girl i like this breakfast taco i do too i eat one and i'm done one and done uh, okay pugs breakfast tacos uh-huh. what else um, I would have to say, I, man, it's my iPad Pro. It's such a what she thing. Why to say. iPad Pro? I get to draw on it and use the pencil, and like I'm illustrating my second book right now. So it is life to me. What you're illustrating a book? Oh yeah. So the illustrations in Laugh It Up, uh-huh. I did those. What? Yeah, I didn't um, know you did them. I'm telling you, talent. Tell did I miss that somewhere? <laughs> Wait, where did, how did I miss that? So these are the first things. They're precursors before Each the chapter, chapter start. Right? And they're basically little bitty nods to what the chapter is going to be about. And it's going to be a characteristic trait of joy. Uh, okay. And so I, I kind of do that visually for those visual people out there and, and illustrate. Um, nobody's really colored them yet. I thought they would color them. Oh. I want to color them when I see them.
0: Well, but, you know what you should do?
1: Is Color My Own? No, you should just no? make a, what? a coloring book to go with it. I along should make a coloring book. We'll add that to the list. Add of, it to the list. And add you it remember to list. put that in your brain. I will. I will. Okay, so you're
0: illustrating yes. and you can do that on your iPad. On my iPad, yeah. So
1: it's like, it's my happy place right now. Because, Have you always
0: loved to draw and illustrate? Um. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it.
1: Yes, I'm I'm one of those. Um.
0: Yeah. What are you reading?
1: I'm actually reading, and don't get me to tell you the author's name because I can't remember it. I remember the title and that's enough. That's enough. It's called The Gift of Being Yourself. By who? Just kidding.
0: (laughs) Evil. Evil. The Gift of Being Yourself.
1: Yeah, The Gift of Being Yourself. It's written from the perspective, it's a small, short read, but it's written from the perspective of somebody that's a psychologist along with a Christian, a believer. And they talk about a very non-narcissistic way of approaching who you are and your identity. Mm -hmm. And not just saying... (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm not making fun of Christians. I'm really not cuz I am one. Because we are. Um we are one. But yeah. but but listen, we have this tendency to think if if we don't Jesus juke everything, then we're not being holy about right. it. Right? Uh-huh. And so people when you start talking about yourself and your identity, if you immediately don't respond with, "Well, in Christ." You know what I mean? <laughs> they get all upset. They're yeah. like,
0: "But in Christ." Right. I mean, I'm this things. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, "Can we just be individuals? Uh-huh. Can we just enjoy the fact that God made us unique. Uh I mean, you know, and so I love how he approaches this topic because he says, apart from God, you really cannot know who you are. Mm -hmm. But along with God and your experiences and your environment and the things that you've seen, you you know who you Mm -hmm. are. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. Um, And I mean, like, even just think about, and I'm not sermon time here, but Peter, when you think about his life from being a fisherman, to being somebody that that Christ both duly said, Satan, leave, and yet I'm going to build my church on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then said, hey, by the way, spoiler, you're going to deny me. yeah, And then comes to him and says, oh, but now you're going to do more than mm-hmm. this. You feed my sheep. Yeah. I mean, like there's this constant, imagine what Peter discovered about himself in the presence of Christ. Yeah. Without his experience of being the person that says, I'm going to get off the boat and walk on the yeah. water. I mean, yeah. If Peter never knew he was a risk taker, do you think the church would be as firm and founded as we are today? Mm. Like, those are the things that he writes about in a way that make you think, okay, yeah, there is something beautiful about how God's created me uh-huh. and nobody else is going to do that for me. Yeah. And I don't need to be anybody else.
0: Okay, I know we, we've already passed our interview time, but I can't <laughs> help but think. So what yeah. about the person who's listening? Yeah. Who's like, I have that in me, but I don't know what to do with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you alluded to that at the beginning that you felt mm-hmm. there's something here, God. Yeah. Is there more, you know, yeah. and, 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 and yours happened in this very unusual way. That's not going to happen to many other people on the planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is that? What did that, what did you say to that woman who feels there's something in me? There's something in me. What am I going to do with this? I would say you have one job and your
1: one job is found in first Peter five seventeen. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and in due season, he'll exalt you. That's something I didn't know for most of my life. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't know how to live it. Mm -hmm. And I felt like because God had made promises to me, I had to help him out. And he didn't need my help. He didn't need it. Uh All he needed me to do was trust him and be under his authority. And when we say authority, that could sound like a really mean word, but I mean it in the sweetest possible way under the fact that you've got God on your side. If you could be under that kind of God and just trust that, in the right time, he'll say you're ready.
0: Mm.
1: And it'll be better than your stupid story you're trying to write Mm. on your own effort.
0: Mm. Listen, and it'll look different than everyone's story. It will. And and it doesn't have to be glamorous. I mean, like, quote unquote, to the world, glamorous. And you will not
1: struggle in it. If you find yourself striving and struggling to make something happy, there's not joy in that.
0: Mm.
1: There's not identity in that. There's not this destiny that waits for you if you feel like I'm laboring over this. There is peace. It says his burden's light. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like a lot of people, if you feel even, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to start, but you know that you feel under the weight of, I'm tired. I'm worn down by this. I'm sick of it. I'm frustrated. Then stop it. Mm. Stop it and find peace under the hand of God that has you. Mm-hmm. He has you. Yeah. And and when it's time, he'll make it work.
0: Yeah. 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 Candace it's been so great talking with you today.
1: Thank I you. I am so Same glad here. I
0: got to meet you and do our movie reviews. Yeah, <laughs> That they just might have to come back. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, thank you for being someone who mm-hmm. is cheering women on. Mm. Telling them and reminding them of the freedom and joy they have in Christ. So yeah, thank you, friend. Thank you. It's been fun. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes double A through G. That's Third Love. Find your perfect fitting bra today. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jamie and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Jamie, thirdlove.com slash Jamie for 15% off. You guys, I told you you were going to love Candace. I adored our interview together. I love talking about movies with her. I feel like I need to get my A game up and go see some more movies because if you listen to the show last week, Aaron and I talked about the same two movies that Candace and I talked about. It's because those are the only two movies we've seen this year, you guys. We need to remedy that. I loved her encouragement to those of us that might be going through some super hard times that there is still joy there. That is something that we have as a Christian faith is that there is still joy in the midst of struggle. Guys, go check out her book and devour all of her words. Guys, also don't forget, if you're loving this show, we would love a review over on iTunes. It helps more people find the show. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper and the music was developed for this show by Matt Graham. Next week, my guest is Sonia Overheiser, and you're going to love her, you guys. Her and her husband are releasing a cookbook today. Like today, their cookbook baby comes into the world. So she talks to me about how they fell in love with cooking, how it ties in with her faith, and then we talk about her hard and long journey to becoming a mama. She has walked through cancer and infertility and miscarriage, and now their sweet boy is almost a year old. Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. I will see you guys back here next week.